0: the Lord. I am Dr. Ruth. Welcome to today's lesson as we continue our teaching here in the Gospel of Matthew. Today I will get into Matthew chapter 15. Praise the Lord. I am glad you are with me today and I trust that your heart is open to learn a lot. So what is the gist? This chapter. In this chapter, the Lord Jesus will describe to us what defiles a person or what makes a person evil or bad. Okay, and the Lord will also teach us about how the traditions of man (laughs) can nullify the Word of God or make the word of God become ineffective. So that is the gist. Let us get into this right away. Matthew 15, verse 1. Then some Pharisees and teachers of the law came to Jesus from Jerusalem and asked. Now you have to keep this in perspective. The fame of the Lord had spread all the way to Jerusalem. And some of the high caliber, so-called high caliber Pharisees came down from Jerusalem to investigate the Lord's ministry. That is what is happening here. Verse 2, why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? Now keep in mind, these are the so-called high caliber uh, Jews from Jerusalem who are now questioning the Lord. They are asking him, why is it that your disciples break the tradition of the elders? They don't wash their hands before they eat. Now you have to understand that Moses had handed out the Mosaic law to the Jews. And over many, many years, such as many centuries The Pharisees and the Sadducees had added so many other man-made traditions or rules and regulation into the law of Moses to the extent that some of the Jews were even confused. Which ones were truly the laws of God has handed to Moses or just traditions of the uh, Jews? Let's take a look at how the Lord responded to their question. Verse 3. Jesus replied, And why do you break the command of God? For the sake of your tradition. Wow. You see, I I just love the way the Lord Jesus is applying godly wisdom here. He is really giving it right back to the Pharisees. He is answering their question with a question like he normally would do. That way people can think. Verse 4. The Lord Jesus continued, For God said, Honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. Verse 5. But you say that if anyone declares that what might have been used to help their father or mother is devoted to God, they are not to honor their father or mother. With it. Thus you nullify the word of God for the sake of your tradition. Verse 7, you hypocrites, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. Now, before I even continue with that prophecy, let me pause here and put this in perspective. What the Lord Jesus just did in response to their question, he referred them back to God's law in Exodus 20 verse. Twelve about honoring your father and your mother and before i even explain why the lord jesus had to say this now back in the ancient uh, jewish uh, tradition they had what was called the Koban vow it is a vow that a jewish person could make such as giving their money to get to god's temple versus using that money to support their elderly parents who were needy. So apparently, the Lord Jesus knew that some of the uh, Pharisees or some of the Jews were using this Corban vow, i.e. giving money to God's temple. That way, it would prevent them from taking care of their parents. So the Lord is like telling them or bringing it to their remembrance that By them using money that they were supposed to have used to care for their parents, taking that money and putting it into God's temple or taking that money and giving it to God, they were doing that under the guise of loving God, but they did not truly love God. In other words, they were making this vow taking the money that they would have used to help their parents, giving it to God just to be acknowledged by man, just to be acknowledged by others. okay? So the Lord Jesus is telling them that they are nullifying or they are disobeying God's law out of Exodus 2012. that says we should honor our parents, In their guise or in their disguise to love God, they are taken away from their parents under the pretense of giving to God. So the Lord Jesus is bringing it right back to to, uh, their faces. That is uh, what is actually uh, happening there. So the Pharisees were using God to dodge their family responsibilities and the Lord Jesus exposed their hypocrisy just like he normally uh, did with them. So now he would quote from a prophecy by Isaiah. You can find this prophecy in Isaiah 29, 13. Let's pick it up here in verse 8. The Lord said, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Verse 9, they worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. There you go. Okay, so right away, we see the Lord highlighting the fact that the traditions of man should not supersede or should not be elevated above the word of God. The word of God is preeminent. It is number one. And classic examples of the traditions of man today in the 21st century are things such as insisting that there is only a specific day to go to church. Because that is what your church does. So you impose that onto others. That is a tradition from man, not from God. God said we should not elevate one day over another. Every day is blessed. Another example of uh, church tradition is using specific type of musical instrument in the church. That is the tradition of man, not of God. And of course, things such as the way people serve communion. These are all traditions of man or traditions of certain churches or certain denominations that are not found in the word of God. And we really have to be careful that... We evaluate certain traditions that we partake in to make sure that we are not holding those traditions in the same esteem as we hold the word of God. Because if we did that, the Lord Jesus is teaching here that we would nullify, we would disobey, we would negate the word of God because of traditions. And that would not please God And in fact, that would prevent us from receiving God's blessings. Okay, so it's very important that we know that the traditions of man are inferior to God's word. Okay. Praise the Lord. This is Dr. Ruth. Thank you for joining me today as we study God's word. Friend, as this ministry is blessing you, I want to speak to your heart. Would you consider blessing us back with a one-time donation, or become a Christ-centered partner. As a Christ-centered partner, you join hands with us and with the Lord in the middle, and you pray for us on a regular basis. We pray for you on a regular basis, and then you bless us financially with whatever amount the Lord puts in your heart. And the primary way we will use your financial donation is to pay for studio time So we can produce more Bible teachings like this and to reach more and more people. This is God's will for you, for myself, and for the body of Christ that we give into his work so we can reach many more people. And God is so faithful. He has told us throughout his word that he will bless us back abundantly, exceedingly, as we give right back into his work. One scripture you can stand on is Luke 6.38. God will bless you back as you give into this fruitful ministry so we can pay for studio time to produce more shows and reach more people. I also want to leave you with this scripture just to strengthen you to know that when you give into God's work, God takes it seriously. Deuteronomy 15.10 teaches, Give generously okay, to them and do so without a grudging heart then because of this the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in everything you put your hand to that is a promise that when you give into God's work God will take it seriously and he blesses you back abundantly so friend as you have been blessed by these teachings we thank you in advance for blessing us back so here are some ways you can donate into this ministry anywhere in the world All you need is internet access. Here is our safe and very secure website, drruthtanyi.org slash donate. Again, it is drruthtanyi.org slash donate. You can make a donation right there, whatever the Lord puts in your heart. We receive it and we say thank you. If you live in the USA, we also receive donations through Zelle. And here is the telephone number. is 909 Again, 909-501-9031. We also receive donations through Cash App. The address there is the dollar sign, Dr. Ruth Tanyi. Again, the dollar sign. Dr. Ruth Tanyi, uh, that is for Cash up, And we thank you abundantly for investing into this fruitful ministry. And together, we are advancing God's work and transforming lives. So we thank you for your donation. And God will bless you back abundantly, exceedingly. Here is the teaching. The Lord Jesus continued here in verse 10. Then Jesus called the crowd to him and said, listen and understand what goes now. The Lord Jesus is about to teach about what really defies a human being. He says in verse 11, what goes into someone's mouth does not defile them, but what comes out of their mouth, that is what defiles them. Wow. Now, the Lord Jesus was referring to Non kosher food. You have to put this again in perspective. We've talked about this in the book of Leviticus for those of you who have listened to my teaching there. The Lord had given the Jews certain dietary um, guidelines. Okay. So here the Lord Jesus is really coming against those laws, not in a negative way, but he is redefining. The Old Testament law, in light of the true intention of God, and He will further explain. So we pick it up here in verse 12, and let's see how the Lord would explain that. Then the disciples came to Him and asked, "Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they had this? Well, obviously the disciples were still concerned; they were not spiritually." Seeing things like the Lord Jesus would have liked them to. Jesus was about to explain that. Listen, the non-kosher food or the foods that we eat is not what makes us bad. Okay, God is interested in our intentions more than the foods we eat. And let's let's see how the Lord Jesus further explain this and before I even proceed I want to explain here I have had some Bible commentators say that this comment or this teaching by the Lord Jesus clearly explains that no food is bad and you know what I agree mm-hmm. no food is bad we just have to use wisdom and discretion <laughs> how we eat and just to be certain we pray over our food and sanctify the food in the name of Jesus and then we eat so verse 13 the lord is about to explain every plant that my heavenly father has not planted will be pulled up by the roots verse 14 leave them they are blind guides if the blind lead the blind both will fall into a pit now the lord jesus is referring to the fact that The disciples were concerned that the Pharisees were upset about the Lord Jesus saying that non-kosher food or saying that what we eat is not what defile us because this was the understanding of the Jews. And the Lord Jesus is like, they are spiritually blind. Just leave them alone. Their intentions are wrong. The blind, leading the blind will cause both of them to fall into the pit. And then uh, the Apostle Peter came to the Lord and asked asked for an explanation of that parable. Now the Lord Jesus is going to offer that explanation here in verse 16. Are you still so dull? The Lord Jesus was referring to spiritual dullness now of Peter and the other disciples, their lack of the spiritual (laughs) perception that it is not about the foods we eat. Mm -hmm. The Old Testament dietary laws, God used that to train the Jews to focus more on why they did what they did, i.e. their intentions. Not necessarily the fact that the foods we eat can lead us astray. So let's follow what the Lord Jesus is going to say here. I I will repeat this. Verse 16, are you still so dull? Jesus asked them. Verse 17, don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? Exactly. Verse 18, but the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart and these defile them. Verse 19, for out of their heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. Verse 20, these are what defile a person, but eating with unwashed hands does not defile them. Right there. Self-explanatory. It is not what we eat. Yep, it is not, in other words, our outward appearance that God is after. God is after the intentions in our hearts. Those intentions that people cannot perceive outwardly, but only God sees. That is really what the Lord Jesus went on to explain here.
1: Friend, as some of you already know, This program is financially supported 100% by love gifts from listeners like yourself. So please, would you help us with a donation so that we can produce more programs and bless others? We need your financial support. To make a one-time donation, visit our website, drruthtanyi.org. That's D-R-R-U-T-H-T-A-N-Y-I dot O-R-G. Look for the donation button and donate right there. It is a very secure, simple, and easy process. Or, for more of an impact, would you prayerfully consider becoming a Christ-centered monthly partner with us? While on our website, you will find all of the information about becoming a Christ-centered partner. As a monthly partner, your regular prayers and financial support will enable us to produce more Bible teachings in order to reach more people and transform their lives with God's Word. For those of you who prefer regular email, you can send your donation to us. Here's the address. Dr. Ruth Tiny Ministries, P.O. Box 1806, Loma Linda, California, 92354. You can also email us with your questions about becoming a partner. Here's the email address, info at org. That's I-N-F-O at D-R-R-U-T-H-T-A-N-Y-I dot O-R-G. Or you can always call us at 909-383-7978. Dr. Ruth Tanyi Ministries is a federal government-approved 501c corporation, which means that all of your donations are 100% tax-deductible as allowed by the law. We thank you in advance for your kind donation and prayers. We pray for God's love and presence to anchor your soul today in Christ Jesus. I am Chris Oram. Stay blessed and goodbye for now.